Hey everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. We are on episode 29, and happy Friday to everyone. I don't know about you guys, it feels like it's been a long week. Um, To be straight up with you, I'm still recovering from a major um, hangover on Wednesday night. I got to have, I'm going to call it the grand finale um, of my old swivel team. Shout out to all of them. I'm sure you've heard me say the word swivel a bunch. It was literally just like my old team, um, Emma, Dom, JJ, and Alan and I, we had another gal on our team that we had to, anyway, long story short, we would literally swivel our chairs and that's how we would talk to each other. Kind of lame. That's just how it got made up. And um, we had a big night and it was absolutely fabulous. And to be perfectly honest with you, um, this podcast would not exist without them. They are the ones that I initially started spilling my tea to every morning. I forced them to watch The Bachelor. Then we forced everyone into Temptation Island and trashy shows like that. And it kind of just turned into a thing. Um, And they were the ones that came up with the name CD Spills the Tea. So it was so great to be able to see them in person. Of course, we ran into old bosses and shots started happening. And it turned into a really wild night that I'm so grateful for because I love them more than anything. They'll always be family. So shout out to the Swivel team for just making this possible. Um, also just kind of been one of those like weeks of things are rolling in, but not insanely. Um, we do have some things to run into, obviously run, run over. Um, but you can tell the tone in my voice, the Kardashians ended last night. And if I'm being honest with you, that's when my focus has been, um, been reading all the memes, been doing all the research today, all the aftermath and whatnot. So yes, we will have our own dedicated episode to the Kardashians because, Hello, that's my bread and butter. Um, but we'll t- we'll, we'll dab a little bit on the finale today, and then we will go ahead and have a special episode for that. Um, probably we'll record over the weekend, and it'll be out next week. But um, in some sports news, we are still in the NBA playoffs. Um, the Nuggets keep losing to the Suns, which is really unfortunate. The Avs actually lost last night, so the Colorado Avalanche that Ham and I predicted were going to win the entire Stanley Cup, they're out. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights beat them. And honestly, Ham was out last night, so I didn't really do my my recap of like what's still going on. I know we still have a lot of basketball this weekend. Obviously, there's going to be more hockey, baseball, etc. Um, the biggest sports news story that I have for you um, is that LeBron is going to change his number. So as we know, the Suns, aka Devin Booker, beat LeBron James a few weeks ago, a week ago, a few weeks ago um, in the playoffs. So LeBron is fully out. There's no way he's making it to the finals after he won last year, and he's decided to change his number from 23 to six. Um, 23 has been his number for a while. He was six with the Heat, and if you ask me, I think he's just looking for some new good juju. I think he's like, fuck it, I lost in the number 23, and like we gotta erase that and start from scratch. So um, that's where we're at with LeBron. Apparently he's switching numbers, but that's really all we got in the um, sports world facts-wise, um, aside from the fact that um, Serena Williams is posting these really adorable pictures of her daughter Olympia. I'll post on the Instagram after this. You can go ahead and see. Okay, so pop culture. Um, Army Hammer is finally checked into an inpatient program. Um the articles are saying it's for sex, drugs, and alcohol. He got really addicted to drugs after all these stories were going around and whatnot. Um, and so his family finally forced him in there. I don't know where it is. Um, obviously, the, the story of Army Hammer has really died down a lot. Rumors have it that his his ex-wife, her family, is very, very rich and influential um, and apparently could pull some strings maybe to get the story died down. Not exactly sure, but right? We've been talking about this for months, and this is the first time we've heard his name in a little while, and the fact that it's just him getting checked in rather than, like, another story of of such, that is a little interesting. Um, but you never know, so hopefully Army Hammer is going to be doing the work, I guess. Okay, thank you to Emma Swanson for bringing it to my attention that Christine from Selling Sunset 
um, had a baby. It was an emergency C-section. Um, it happened like the last week of May. And apparently I've been living under a rock because she said that to me the other night at dinner. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. So shout out to Emma and Christine for um, her baby. Let's see. What else? Um, rumor has it that Jill and Joe Biden are meeting with William and Kate. We have no context of what they're meeting about. Um, I feel like you know, the, they all kind of go on the tours and they meet and all the nations get together and whatnot. But apparently Kate and Jill have a private meeting. Um, interested to see if we, you know, anything comes of that. Maybe they're plotting something. Maybe they want to talk about Ivanka. I don't know. Um, but they're all going to meet up and kind of legendary. Kind of would love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Okay. For my One Tree Hill fans out there, yes, um, I loved and adored One Tree Hill. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure One Tree Hill was the first season finale where I was actually really sad. I'll never forget like sitting, I think it was like what, 2010, 2011. Um, and I remember being on Twitter and everyone just like, I can't believe the end of an era is happening. And I think that was the first real finale where I felt like, wow, a chapter of me is ending. Anyway, for our One Tree Hill fans, um, Sophia Bush, Hillary Burton, and Bethany Joy Lenz, aka Brooke, Peyton, and Haley, they are starting a new podcast. It's going to be called Drama Queens. It's going to be obviously featuring the three of them. Um, if you watch One Tree Hill, this is like music to our ears. Who knew that they were going to, like we all knew that they were still friends and staying in touch, uh, but who knew that they would actually have a podcast together that they would like go on and talk about. And obviously they knew that the people wanted one more, more One Tree Hill, right? We're out here, we're looking for things. I feel like a while back I showed, I talked about the fact that um, Nathan, now I'm butchering his name, James Lafferty, um, who played Nathan, aka Haley's husband on One Tree Hill. He's really good friends with Stephen Coletti, because Stephen Coletti from Laguna Beach, yes, was also on One Tree Hill. Anyway, they're off doing projects now, um, and they definitely got like a lot of attention when they did like a press tour of um, James and Stephen going around. Anyway, I'm curious if that kind of ignited the girls to be like, you know what, the people want One Tree Hill. Like it's been years and years and years, and we're nostalgic for it. Let's bring back the podcast. Anyway, I'm very excited. I obviously will be listening just to kind of hear how they interact together. Okay, um, and some sad news. Blake Livey's dad passes away yesterday. His name was Ernie, and he was 74. Um, he was an actor. They I'm trying, And now I need to like go back and reread the article. They did have a movie together. Um, they look identical. He was always on red carpets with her and supporting her and whatnot. So we're thinking of Blake, and we're thinking of Ryan Reynolds, who's taking care of Blake, right? RIP to them. Okay, what else? Um, this is Kardashian news, but it's also not because it has to do with Irina Shank. So yes, I have confirmed, I've been saying this for a few episodes now, that Kanye and Irina Shank are together. Um, we heard the rumor and then we were like, oh, I don't know. And then we were like, he raps about her in the Christian Dior denim song. Um, I read today that they actually briefly dated um, in 2010. Kanye was actively pursuing Irina prior to him getting together with Kim. Um, and then they just decided to go ahead and, and split ways, do their thing, whatever. He got with Kim. It was no biggie. They're back. Um, the picture basically resurfaced or surfaced, came to life this week um, that Kanye had his birthday on Tuesday. It was his 44th birthday. And he and Irina spent it in Provence, France at this like insane castle. There's pictures of them like running around on this large, like grassy French vibe. Um, first pictures of them, obviously. Then we saw the picture of Irina getting off the plane um, in LA for her next move. It's it, this coupling isn't crazy to me just because like nothing, anything Kanye is going to do is like going to be a quote unquote crazy decision to some people. Right. 
the whole Irina thing makes sense to me in terms of she's in fashion, she has connections, you know, she's so tight with Donatella Versace, Kanye's always trying to like push and shove and, you know, move his way around things. But it makes me think that I'm, you know, it actually convinces me um, that Irina is just like a serial dater. So she was with Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player, for like, I want to say four or five years. Um, and then she was obviously with Bradley Cooper. They had their daughter. And now she's with Kanye. Like, someone please convince me otherwise that she isn't just like dating and getting in these relationships to continue climbing up the ladder and get her name more internationally recognized, right? Like none of these previous relationships, even Kanye included, are small people. Ronaldo, like, are you fucking kidding me? He's probably like, at one point he was the most followed person on Instagram. You know that there's all kinds of thirsty people out there being like, why her? And then Bradley, of course, and then the whole Lady Gaga thing came down. And then Irina was sitting in the front row when Bradley and Lady Gaga sang their shallow song at, it was the Oscars, the Grammys, I think it was Oscars. Anyway, the whole thing was really fishy. The fact that Irina was like sitting in the front row while Gaga and Bradley were like doing their whole like I'm in love thing and then they of course were like no 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 we didn't hook up at all and then weeks later Irina and Bradley split it's all just too coincidental um and the fact that Kanye is now in the picture like is leading me to believe that like she has an arrangement and her team is doing well because she is just getting more and more popular it feels like so that's where we're at um of course someone else pointed out that Kanye raps about um, Irina in this, and that's the Christian Dior denim jean song, but he also calls something out about being in Paris with her. And so someone was like, is that why he went to Provence? Because like Paris would be too cliche, it would be too much like the song. I don't know. Obviously there's cycles like me that are reading into it and we love that. And so um, that's where Kanye is. And we'll, we'll pause on him for a sec so we can get into the Bravo, but there's plenty more on Kanye. Um, okay. So Bravo news for everyone. Um, huge week kind of um the beverly hills episode was absolutely fabulous new york is just like getting like uh, I, I don't know how i feel about new york heather's back um and it's she's just, uh, obviously i don't have that many words just beverly hills is doing it for me more i still love ebony on new york i think she's getting a lot of shit but i'm really into her um Anyway, my moral of this whole story is that Kyle Richards was on Watch What Happens Live um, after the new Beverly Hills episode with Paul Shear. If you don't know who Paul Shear is, look him up because you're going to be like, oh, this guy, he's literally in everything. Um, he was in the league and actually I'm going to multitask and Google um, what his character was in the league before I even continue because I'm pretty sure it was Andre and am I correct? His name, Andre. Sweet. Yes. Okay. So you know who he is. He's that like really hilarious guy. Um, he's also in like a lot of other things. Anyway, he is on Watch What Happens Live and he is the biggest housewife fan and I'm literally living for it. Apparently his wife, yes, I said his wife. I had to, he kept referring to his wife and I was like, no fucking way. Anyway, yes, his wife, they love the show. Um, if you like Watch What Happens Live or you want to know, like want to see a hilarious Bravo interaction, go watch this specific episode with him. It's Kyle and Paul and it's hilarious just because... Paul's just calling Kathy out for all this like random shit that she's doing, right? She used Rick Hilton's um, Instagram or iPad the other day and was like commenting on like, all these random pictures being like, hey, it's Kathy. And then, but it's on Rick's iPad. She's just like making all these comments on social media that are hilarious and makes you think that she has no idea like how to work anything at all. Um, if you haven't seen that insanely hilarious clip of Kyle and Kathy on Instagram live and they were like, Kyle goes, okay, so like we need to tell everyone, um, to tune in tonight at 8 p.m., right? And Kathy's like, yeah, on what channel? 
And Kyle's like, are you fucking kidding me, Kathy? It's Bravo. You just got signed. You've been working with Bravo for the last year. Like, what? It's iconic. It's hilarious. They're very, um, like, dumb and dumber kind of vibe. I can repost that if anyone's interested, but it's absolutely hilarious. So long ass story is that, yes, um, Watch What Happens Live was on there. And this past week, of course, they brought up in the episode the fact that Kyle got her nose job. Looks fabulous. She's literally aging backwards. It's insane. But Garcelle basically is like, does anyone else have a nose job into the entire group? And the obvious answer would be Dorit. And Dorit quickly deflects and is like, I've never had a nose job. And everyone's like, you're fucking kidding me. Um, Paul Shear basically is like, absolutely not. Like, I know for a fact she had one. And Kyle was like, honestly, like, I've seen a lot of contour jobs and like, you can make your nose look really good. But like, I don't know if it's just contour, Dorit, question mark. And they're like really good friends outside of the show. So I thought that was really funny. Okay, moving on. Um, Rumors are back that we don't have a Housewives of Orange County season right now. It's the off period where they're kind of regrouping. And after last last season's dumpster fire, they really need to do a full rebrand. Um, rumor has it that Heather Dubrow is going to be back, which would be so iconic to me. She's the queen of, of like queen of Orange County, the queen of the OC franchise. Even though Vicky Gungelson calls herself the OG of the OC, that's fucking false. Let me tell you, Heather Dubrow is where it's at. Tamara Judge, eh, could care less, could go on without her, but they're just trying to bring, I think, some old meat back. I actually read this morning that it's going to be Heather, Tamara, Shannon, and Gina um, as a cast, which like isn't going to do enough for me. Just going to go ahead and say that. Maybe they're adding in more people, um, but we'll see. So that is Orange County. Obviously, um, they haven't started filming yet, and I actually read that uh, someone tweeted that contracts are finalized next week, so we'll give you a finalized cast next week once that's updated. Okay, let's see. Um, Bachelor news, really. So, of course, we had Katie's premiere. Yes, I touched on that on Monday. Um, I'm hearing actually some shady things about the person that got the first impression rose. Sorry to any Bachelor fans out there that um, loved him. I'm still loving him. I still support the, um, you know, first impression rose completely. But there are some stories that are coming out that I don't know if they're going to become, like, all the way to the surface. Like, if it's going to be an Us Weekly article. Um, But there are some things I'm hearing and a little curious. Now I'm like, you know, when you hear these things on the side, now I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm ready to watch on Monday. So TBD, um, obviously, if that story develops, I will fill you more in. But um, after I announced the Paradise cast on um, the earlier episode this week, we found out more of the hosts. So it's going to be a rotating host situation, apparently. Um, we have Lil John confirmed, fucking random, David Spade, Titus Burgess, and Lance Bass. I also heard that Nick Vile and his girlfriend are down there um, that are going to be like some sort of appearance of some sort. I don't know if they're going to host. I don't know if they're going to do a rose ceremony. Don't know what that looks like. And then also Wells um, and Sarah Highland. Obviously, Wells is typically the bartender in Bachelor in Paradise, so like would love to see him but not sure about the other two. Um, I also just read something that was like, I think it was someone from the actual franchise. In fact, now I'm trying to sound this out. It was um, Tanner Tanner Tolbert, Tol, Tolbert, Jade's husband. Oh my God, is that how you say that last name? Yeah, Tanner and Jade. Anyway, Tanner um, tweeted last night and he said something along the lines of like, love that they're trying to like rotate hosts, but that's also taking away from the show, right? We're here for the drama. We're here for the relationships. We're here for the next, Dean and Caitlin of the season and then adding in Lil John is distracting us, which I fully agree with. I could not support Tanner's point more in that. Um, 
So just wanted to go ahead and note that. And then apparently Grocery Store Joe and Kendall are going to be on the season as well, um, which was like a late addition to that. And yes, they dated. And yes, it ended poorly. And so TBD on if we see any drama on the beach. Um, but I'm honestly getting really excited for it. Like now that it's here, now that it's like, you know, a few weeks away. When I say a few, it's really like eight, nine weeks away. But still, Bachelor in Paradise, it's like summertime. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, obviously, I said that Chris Harrison um, left the entire franchise. They said they were giving him a nice rose payout of some sort of, you know, eight-figure situation. Um, now it's everywhere that Chris Harrison actually asked for $25 million. Holy hell, what I would do to go up to my boss after I, you know, had to step down and say, I'll take 25 mil? Insanity. Um, I, you know, like, I... Uh, I still think we're going to see him on Fox News or a Fox show in the next, um, I would say in the next two quarters. I love referring to things as like a Q3, Q4 type of vibe. But I bet by like next summer, next, the end of next Q2, he'll be on something. So just want to go ahead and put that there. Also, while we're on the topic of bachelory shows, um, Elon Gale, who was a producer, he was actually the executive producer of The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. He created Paradise. Um, I want to say his last season of The Bachelor was actually Colton's season. Anyway, he was a big influence. Um, people could like go on, create PowerPoint presentations on the fact that since Elon's been gone from the franchise, the franchise has completely you know, gone down the shitter, everything quality, everything's a lot lower. Anyway, Elon Gale um, left the franchise a few years ago, and he's been working on a new show. It's called Fuckboy Island. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's called F-Boy Island, but obviously Fuckboy Island, right? Um, I talked about this like months and months and months ago when I read the Dumois about it, that there was going to be a reality show. So turns out um, it's coming. It's actually coming like fairly soon. Um, and basically the gist of what I get it is that there's a few girls that show up to the island. They're looking for love. It looks like about three or four girls are going to arrive. And then there's going to be a batch of about 12 guys. Six of the guys are going to be quality men looking for love. And the other six of the guys are going to be fuckboys. Um, and all of them are going to move into one house. Basically, they're going to weed through like trying to fall in love. And at the very end, they're going to reveal um, who was a fuckboy and who was like a nice guy looking for love. So then the girls are going to find out, did I fall in love with a fuckboy? Did I fall in love with the real guy? Premise obviously sounds stupid, especially if you're not into this reality TV type of crap. Um, but you know what? I kind of thought Love Island was dumb at first. You know, I, I I thought Temptation Island was dumb at first. So I'm here to give Fuckboy Island a shot just because I'm always looking for new trash. Speaking of, um, we have two TVs and when Ham's, you know, playing video games or doing his thing, I am always looking for like a new trashy show to dive into. I started Are You the One? Um, yes, I've already watched like the earliest season of it, but I was like, fuck it, let's bring it back. Got to the newest season and I'm already addicted. Just like trash people trying to hook up, win some money. I'm so into it. So if you haven't watched Are You the One and you're looking for a new trash show, because if we're being honest, we're kind of in a lull with trash right now. Um, check that out. It's on MTV. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm watching it on Hulu, as a matter of fact. Okay, tangent for the day is over. And one last thing on The Bachelor that does ish have to do with The Bachelor. So um, Jason Tartik, who is obviously Caitlin Bristow's fiance, I talked about him and his podcast that he has called Trading Secrets a few weeks ago um, when I told you that Dean Ungler was on there and he gave us like the ins and outs of basically getting paid on any of the shows in the franchise of The Bachelor. Um, but the Chicks in the Office girls were on his podcast um, this past week. And this is for Telly Shara because she brought it to my attention. Um, Chicks in the Office are Rian Fran. It's a Barstool um, podcast. If you don't like Barstool, 
I hear you and um, you can fast forward for the next few minutes, but it's just about the girls. Um, basically, Jason asked about their contracts and how much they're making. Um, they're making six figures. It's just a flat out thing. Barstool pays their team really well, especially if they're high producing, high, yeah, high produce. They produce a lot of top content. That's what I'm trying to say about that. Um, Chicks in the Office is like, I think their number two podcast in the like female you know, world, obviously Call Her Daddy is the number one, but Call Her Daddy's like, excuse my language, a little ratchet. And I'm sorry if that offends anyone. It's just like, I am an open book. I like to just like let, re, you know, just wreak havoc when it comes to conversations about literally anything. Um, but that's a little too much for me. The Chicks in the Office girls, I love them. Obviously they watch The Bachelor and they watch the same shit as we do. They're always tweeting about Kim and, and stuff like that. Anyway, um, they're making six figures. Um, I don't know if it's above 150K, However, I can confirm it's at least that um, because Hank, um, who's on part of my take, another Barstool podcast, he's making 150. Um, he was making 150 a couple years ago, and that was before like they really took off. And as we know, Hank, well, if you listen to part of my take, Hank is the the latter of the three guys on that podcast. And so if he's making 150, then the girls are packing. Let's put it that way. Um, they both love Dave Portnoy as boss. I'm sure you have plenty of thoughts on Dave Portnoy. You either love him or hate him, or you haven't watched his pizza reviews. Um, but the girls say that he's an epic boss. Basically, he's always having like spiffs in the office, which we love to hear. If you don't know what a spiff is, it's basically like a sales kind of vibe where like it's an incentive. If you hit X and you get X and the winner of this team, blah, 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 that type of vibe. Um, so Dave has a bunch of those going on in the office all the time. He's obviously traveling. And so he places bets on random things, random, whatever. Um, real want to bet for 10K. Like, come on. I want to be in an office and my boss be like, yeah, I bet you can eat the whole sandwich and then get 10 grand. He's rich. He can do that. And we love that for them. Um, I only listened to the beginning of this, still looking for a full transcript. So if anyone has and has anything else to add, please let me know on that because I would love to fill everyone else in. Okay. We got to, we got to just dive into Kardashians a little bit. Just humor me. I'm sorry, but it was the finale last night. And yes, I had the house to myself. And yes, I was sobbing. And yes, I watched the episode right before so I could like segue into part one, part two of the end. Okay. So the gist is that um, Kim is lonely. She like fought out addresses the fact that she and Kanye, you know, haven't been happy for a while. The moral of their whole thing, which I think is like, honestly, like was a light bulb moment. And I've seen it be reposted a few times today. Kim basically says that you know, she wakes up at 40 and she realizes that she just wants to be happy. She deserves complete happiness. She's climbed the ladder. She's done so many things and she deserves to be happy. Um, what she says is that she misses the little things, right? We know that in the previous episode, she was going on and on and on about the fact that, you know, it's really hard for her to be with Condé when he's moving to a different state every month, right? He's always traveling. He always wants to pick up and go X, Y, and Z. And her home base, her home, her family, her kids, everything is in LA. Um, and she's like, listen, I am envious of the small things. I want to be able to watch TV. I want to be able to cook. I want to be able to, you know, share how my day was when we're in the kitchen at the end of the day. She's like, I don't want the big things. I've had the extravagant trips. I've had the once in a lifetime, um, you know, presents and whatnot, right? But I'm looking for someone to be able to do the day-to-day with. It was a wild conversation. She's having it with Chris. Um, she's looking flawless, of course. But it was just like one of those things where I'm like, oh, Kim, I just want complete happiness for you too, right? She has done so much and been through so much and has sacrificed a lot and, you know, put her neck on the line for so many things. And she was called such a joke, right? She has such thick skin for being 
you know, a joke to a lot of people. I'm sure she still is. I'm sure, you know, there's so many people doing the happy dance that their family is off the air now. Um, But no one is more resilient than Kim. And you can't, like, you know, come at me for that statement. But I'm telling you, she has the thickest skin. She handles rejection so fucking well. And she bounces right back, right? You name it. She can kind of go into hibernation mode for a hot minute, stay a little silent, and bounce right back and reinvent herself. And you know what? No one deserves that more than Kim, in my opinion. Um, of course, I'll go into the entire finale and we can do a deep dive into the season in another episode, but just one hilarious thing that I just wanted to add in here, um, while Kim is talking to Chris at the very end of the episode, it's literally so funny. Kim goes, you know what? It's like, I haven't come this far just to come this far. And Chris goes, I love that. And they both start laughing and Kim goes, I don't know. I saw it on the internet. I lost my shit. How funny is that? We're all seeing all these fucking memes and these, you know, inspirational quotes. And like, she could really just go to fucking Chloe's Instagram story and just read all of those and understand. But everyone's reading these quotes and trying to find inspo and for Kim to be like, yeah, I found that on the internet and I just love it. I didn't come this far just to come this far. Honey, love it. Preach it. Love that you're on the internet finding inspo just like the fucking rest of us. And we're happy that, um, you know, she's, she said that she's lonely in the relationship and she wants to move on. She wants to find happiness. She also mentioned she's in therapy. Love that for everyone. She was like, yeah, like I have a therapist. I'm working on myself. Like not going to have a big fight about this. This isn't going to be a big blowout. I just want happiness. She seems so calm, cool, and collected. That is the Kimberly Nicole Kardashian that we all know and love. Other than that, you know, the episode was great. Um, Chris basically, so the the part of the episode is like Tristan is getting traded to Boston from um, Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously, we knew that happened. That happened last season. Um, but there's a scene where they're all just kind of like sitting around and Chris basically says, wait, wait, where's Tristan going? And they're like, oh, well, he's going to be in LA. And Chris is like, I, I need him on the Lakers. We need him on the Clippers. Like, who can I call? Like, I need to have a connection with the NBA. And it was honestly hilarious because that was probably one of the few situations in the the entire show's capacity um where chris hasn't been able to make a call right she probably has 95 of the person 95 percent of the situations on lock she has someone she can call she can you know write an email send a text whatever that is and it's just really funny to hear chris jenner be like oh my god like i don't have someone at the nba this is a decision out of my hands some people are going to hate that. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I love that. Um, and he's in Boston. So that's what I got for for right now, for this week. Um, we'll wrap up, of course, and we'll come back with two episodes next week. Yes, one will be fully Kardashian loaded. Um, and the other one, we'll just catch up on all the other stories. So I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Enjoy that sun. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy the summer Friday. And uh, I'll see you next week for two more episodes of Sadie Spills of Tea.